1: Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren.
2: Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Strange Things
3: with Joshua P. Warren. I am Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home. And a lot more on this edition of the show, The Apex Machine and new mind tech and later an update on finding the remains of ancient giants or Nephilim or ancient aliens (laughs) oh boy what a show okay let's begin with the big story now some of you have heard about this already if so I've got some new stuff to tell you, and it's not the only thing we're going to talk about here in this podcast, but I've got to address this. It's big news. You know, I have been studying radionics and psionics since I was a teenager and for well over 10 years, probably more like 13 years or something like that. I've been working with Dr. Mulder on what we call the wishing machine project. Creating these types of wishing machines, putting them out there to the world, keeping track of the success, trying to learn about how these things work. And earlier this year, Dr. Mulder and I got on the telephone and we decided that it was finally time to create the ultimate wishing machine. And I mean, take everything that we've learned After all these years of experimenting with radionics and psionics and psychotronics and and other things, other manifestation techniques, combining the best of all of it into the ultimate machine. And I am very happy and proud to tell you that it has been achieved. This is it. The ultimate. It is the fastest manifesting machine ever ever. Created, it actually manifests at lightning speed, in my opinion. So, look, our work is done. It's easy to use as one, two, three. That is why we call it the Apex Machine. Dr. Mulder and I designed it, and every single one is handcrafted by Dr. Mulder in his lab. Now, I am going to tell you in a minute why I think this thing works and, um, And and certainly, you know why it's so powerful and it's you can use it just like any other wishing machine. And then I want to tell you what happened to me the very first time that I used it. But before I get into that, I just want to point out something for you to illustrate just how realistic these manifestation devices and manifestation exercises are. If you've been listening to this show for a while, you'll know that last year, 2022, I talked a lot about how serious the drought problem was here in the American Southwest, how low the water levels are at places like Lake Mead and and Lake Powell, and how that if the water dries up here, it's going to be a big problem, not just for this local area. But for the economy of the world, because we're talking about irrigation problems that affect the food chain for people and animals and how that will ripple around the world. And so I decided that maybe despite scientists saying that we are doomed, uh, we're not going to have the snowfall necessary to start filling these these reservoirs back up that um, maybe we should try a manifestation experiment using this entire audience. And I want to play a clip for you from a show that I did. Okay. This was episode 98 of this podcast, and it was called a new experiment for us all. And this was posted on September 2nd of 2022. So here it is. I'm, I'm recording this right now in April of 2023. This was posted September 2nd of 2022 when I called up Dr. Mulder and had a conversation with him about the two of us using our wishing machines and whatever tools the audience has to start manifesting some relief here to, to start bringing moisture to Lake Mead, Lake Powell and and all over the Southwest. So here is a, just a clip from this conversation From again, September 2nd of 2022. Dr. Mulder, I am sure you have seen the national news about how low the water levels are at Lake Mead here in Nevada, right?
1: Yes, I have. Yes, I have.
3: I mean, it's uh, some people are getting really frightened because the the levels are at less than 30 percent of capacity. And right. the funny thing is, uh, I mean, if this becomes a disaster, it's not just going to be a problem for people here in the Southwest. We're talking about a chain reaction uh, all throughout the economy in this country because it's going to affect all the prices and availability of foods that are grown. It's going to uh, affect the amount of food that's grown for cattle. And mm-hmm. the whole beef trade, I mean, we will feel the ripple effect through, through the whole country. And we've been getting, actually, a ton of rain recently. Uh, really? Yeah. As a matter of fact, over the past two weeks, it has rained uh, about the equivalent of two years Mm -hmm. And so we're getting a lot of rain, but still, that's only raising the levels like, you know, three or four inches. And so all these climate scientists are saying, like, look, the only way for that lake To get full again is if we get some big snowfalls in the Rockies that melt, and that's what really ultimately feeds the lake. But then I have like these reports from climate scientists, like I'm looking at one right now by a couple of guys named Brad Udall and Jonathan Overpeck, and they're saying this can never happen again. You know, the climate has shifted too far. We're never gonna have have enough snow in the in the Rockies to fill that lake back up again. Mm -hmm. So I know that you have had some great success experimenting with methods to modify and enhance weather. And so I'm thinking that you and I should head up this project with our audience here to get everybody to participate in trying to manifest a lot of snow in the Rockies this coming winter heading into 2023. So uh, how do you feel about that?
1: Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm loving the idea. This kind of reminds me back of the old Art Bell days, when uh, he was using collective consciousness—you uh, know, the audience—to get together and think about rain, you know, having forest fires, that kind of a thing. Yeah. And I, I think this is just a, a great, uh, you know, great tribute to uh, some of his work. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. All for it.
3: Okay, that was seven months ago, and boy, did it work. <laughs> Everybody is shocked. I'm not shocked, but all the scientists sure are, because the snowfall in this entire region this past winter was record-breaking. For one thing, I bet you didn't know this. Okay, what do you think the word Nevada means? You'll be surprised. You probably think of Nevada. You think of hot deserts, right? Nevada is actually Spanish for snow-covered. Because there are a lot of big snowy mountains in this state. And so far, uh, in all of history, okay, on, on the record, like right around Nevada, there's a place called Lee Canyon where everybody goes to ski. And their record was 255 inches of snow. That has been shattered so far. The record this year is two hundred and sixty two inches. They are actually extending the ski season around here through April. Now, listen, even as early as February, I'm, I'm looking right now at a Las Vegas Review Journal article saying, "Um, let's see, big rocky snowpack may boost Lake Mead. They say it's not even March yet, but the mountains that feed the Colorado River already have seen more snow this winter than they normally would through an entire snow season. So, you see, even in February, this was kicking in. And now, guess what? We have got more snow than ever here in Nevada. More snow than ever In California, here is an article right here I'm looking at from the Los Angeles uh, news station, KTLA, headline, California surpasses all-time snowpack record. Utah has received more snow than ever. Colorado, I'm not sure if they have received more snow than ever, but this has been a record-breaking year for them. I mean, it's just been a huge, huge success. And right now in California, they've gotten so much snow and so much rain. You know, they've had problems with flooding, but they've gotten so much snow that they're worried that this snow is now going to melt and create so many weight dispersion problems that it could trigger earthquakes soon. Okay. (laughs) That is what we have done. Okay. If there is any Question in your mind that these things can work um, That is a fact for you. Okay, that is a fact it is time for me to take a break When we come back, I'm gonna tell you about this new machine the most powerful machine ever We didn't even use it for this ...and what happened to me when I used it. By the way, most of you are subscribers to my free e-newsletter at JoshuaPWarren.com and if you're not, you should go there right now and sign up and you'll get some instant free online gifts from me. But, uh, you know, if you, if you sign up and for some reason you're not getting my newsletter, sometimes these newsletters, they go to spam or something like that. So, try doing two things. Add me to your address book, but secondly... I send out an e-newsletter probably at least once a week. So if you don't get a a message from me at least once a week, go in and try signing up with a different email account as well. Um, I think a lot of people who have Yahoo accounts especially have problems. So that's just what you got to do to work around some of these spam filters. Uh, And I understand that. So go to JoshuaPWarren.com. Put your email address in there. It takes you two seconds. Right there on the homepage little bank. Hit the button that says submit and you will stay informed first because I've got some really big news coming up for you again and again the rest of the year. I am Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back.
4: Stay right there. There's more Joshua P. Warren coming right up.
5: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings
2: um
3: It's Dr. Sky. Keep it right here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. To strange things on the iHeart Radio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. Yeah, we, uh, we did that. We manifested some snow. We all did it together. It is on the record. It is a fact. Thank you all so much for participating. And, uh, but you know what? It's time to stop. (laughs) No more moisture for a while. Okay. I think we, uh, (laughs) we, we more than fulfilled our goal. And now everybody was so unprepared for that. We got to see what's going to happen when all this stuff starts melting. So excellent job. I applaud you all. And uh, now we have to think about what do we do next, right? Because even though scientists are saying this is astounding, they are still saying the levels are so low. It's going to take more than one season to get the levels back up where they feel comfortable again. But, you know, hey, we've surprised the scientists so far. Maybe we'll just keep surprising them. But for now, superb job. Knocked it out of the ballpark. All right. All right. Let's get back to the amazing Apex machine, because, you know, here's here's the, and, and if you want to see this machine while while I'm talking about it here, go to the Apex machine dot com. Apex is spelled A-P-E-X, A-P-E-X, the Apex machine dot com. And, you know, I, we almost called it the Apex ULF, meaning ultra lightning fast, (laughs) because let's face it, we live in this sort of day and age of Amazon.com where you want something and you order it and it's like you want it now. And sometimes you order something and it's outside your door the same day, or if not, usually the next day. I mean, we're into instant gratification and some things when you're manifesting big, complicated things, they cannot be done immediately, but there are some things that can. And this machine, and, and if you want to learn more about it, you can just listen to some of the audio and watch the videos there at the apexmachine.com. But basically, here's what I'll tell you. Uh, it's made of wood. It's, it's very hefty, very solid because it has a circuit in it that's second to none. Uh, it's, it's stained a nice dark colored, uh, dark color. Uh, It's eight inches by eight inches. It's, uh, which is 20.32 centimeters by 20.32 centimeters. It's got 12 dials on it as opposed to the nine that you often see, which that is, that allows you to hone and focus very specifically. What you want. Okay. Uh, It's like taking an arrow and and sharpening it and getting a better point on it. Uh, This is really one of the big breakthroughs, though. The input plate is an organ accumulator and. I like this is a mind blower. I haven't talked a lot about what organ is, but it's bioenergy. And I'm going to talk more about that on a future podcast. But the input plate is an organ accumulator, which is designed to actually absorb bioenergy. The output plate or, or stick plate is a mirror, which of course, not only do mirrors Reflect and project energy, but they also are associated with portals and interdimensional phenomena. Uh, and it's not just a mirror. It's a mirror that has a Herkimer, a genuine Herkimer diamond on top of it. Now, before I get to the Herkimer, uh, the, the mirrors are round as opposed to square for a more balanced energy flow and then the herkimer diamond is a transducer that's able to take energy and turn it into vibrations or turn vibrations into electrical energy okay um and of course the fact that a herkimer has two points allows it to radiate out in at least two directions because that's what points do uh it's got an electrical power boost So when you're done, it's so satisfying. You flip that power button and you see the red LED pop on and you have just blasted (laughs) this this intention out and created an earthquake in the cosmos. It's got two input jacks. Two output jacks. If you want to know the significance of that, listen to the audio on the website. It also has a very special metallic symbol on it. Again, if you want to know what that is, listen to the the audio on the website. This is so powerful. Powerful. Uh, when I received it and I got the first one off the line. Okay. When I received it, I was so excited. I couldn't believe it that I was holding this in my hands. You can, I can feel like just the aura of, of power coming off of the actual device when it's not plugged up or anything. And I decided the first day, okay, I want to do just something kind of crazy and offbeat just to see how quickly this thing will actually manifest something. So I thought of something extremely random. I I'm I don't like clowns, but I don't dislike clowns. Uh, I don't have clowns in my house, but a clown showing up in my life would be like a a random thing, but I at least I would notice it, you know, and I knew the next day I wasn't going to go anywhere. So. I don't know. I just I kept this to myself. And right before I went to bed, I got the machine out and I go, this seems kind of silly and stupid, but, you know, why not? Let's just see what happens. And I just wrote on a piece of paper, a clown will show up today. And I put it on the input plate. I tuned the machine, turned it on, went to bed. Twelve hours later, okay, the next day after I'd gotten up and got a couple things done, I decided to relax for a minute. I sat on my couch in my living room. For some reason, I went to channel 300. I think it was an accident because I never go to channel 300. Usually there's, you know, content up there that I don't care about. For some reason, I hit channel 300 and my eyes lit up because there on TV had just begun, had just started this movie from 1998 starring Robin Williams called Patch Adams. Now, This movie means a lot to me because I am in that movie. A lot of it was filmed in Asheville, North Carolina, my hometown. And at that time, I was taking a lot of jobs on these different movies that were coming through town, whether it was something simple like an extra or a production assistant or whatever. And I got a job as a featured extra on that movie. And I got to spend three days with Robin Williams on a small set. And it was great. And every single day, like I got to hang out with Robin Williams and have lunch with him and talk to him. And it was just a wonderful experience. And I'm actually on camera in this movie with him for like three or four seconds. There's a scene where he's walking down a hallway and I am walking down this hallway behind him. And there I am. There's my big moment on screen with the legendary Robin Williams. So that's just a really positive memory for me and you know, the thing is that movie patch Adams is about this guy who he was a troubled young man who actually decided to become a doctor so he could help other people who are dealing with like depression and stuff. And, uh, he became special because he had a a talent for helping people laugh and he began introducing humor into his treatments. The whole kind of like laughter is the best medicine thing. And, uh, and I I thought to myself, I wonder if the real Patch Adams is still alive, because that movie was a biopic, and there is a real Patch Adams. So I, I just, you know, paused it for a second and I looked up the real Patch Adams, and he is alive. He's in his seventies, late seventies, and, and it said right there in the first paragraph, he is famous for taking clowns into uh medical environments. And, you know, entertaining kids with cancer and all. And I mean, like this, I got this cold chill, like, whoa, because even though I was a part of this movie 25 years ago, I never thought of it as a clown movie. And then all of a sudden I keep watching it and 10 minutes later, here's Robin Williams and he's putting on a red clown nose and big goofy shoes and a hat. And he's, you know, he's clowning around for these kids with cancer. And I go, whoa, there it is. Like, not only did this clown appear today, but it was a clown that has this personal connection to me. And it just kind of blew me away. And I said, Lauren, Lauren. Come. So Lauren, she was outside. She came in and she sees that Patch Adams is on. And she thought I was probably just going to be like, look, I'm about to be on TV. But I, I tried to explain to her. I was like, OK, read what it says about Patch Adams. She's like, uh-huh. Yeah. And I go, now come with me into my laboratory. She goes, okay. So I go up to the laboratory. I stop at the door. I say, you walk in first. She goes, okay. So Lauren walks in. I said, look at the piece of paper that's on the Apex machine. She looked down, and she looks up, and she goes, whoa, that's weird. And she ended up actually taking a picture (laughs) of this piece of paper on the Apex machine. And I told her, like, that is the most random thing. Not only did a clown show up today, but, again, it was a clown that has that kind of meaning, that that personal Meaning to me. And since then, I have already manifested at least, I think three more things now I'm up to that are very personal. And, uh, I, I, I tell you what, this thing, it's, it's blowing my mind. I, I, I swear to you, I just, I've never seen anything like this and it is not the cheapest machine as a matter of fact it is the most expensive machine that we've ever created but all i can tell you is like if you want to learn about what these things are in general go to wishingmachineproject.com, and there are more affordable machines there and and, and a lot of free information if you just want to like dip your toe in the water but if you want to know what's up with this machine Go to TheApexMachine.com and just learn about this. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you about the future of this type of technology and and tips on how you can use this kind of thing. See where it's going. And then later, a whole other topic. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be back after these important messages.
2: at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for that certain someone who shares your interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal? Well, look no further than paranormaldate.com, the unique site for like-minded people. If you like the senior crowd, try paranormaldate.com slash seniors to meet like-minded people that are 60 plus. It all depends on what you prefer paranormaldate.com is great for everyone you can also tap into members that are 60 plus at paranormaldate.com slash seniors enjoy your search and have some fun at paranormaldate.com Hey
3: everyone, it's the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, and you're listening to the iHeart Radio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. You know, if you're interested in learning more about all of this stuff, my buddy Tom Vrilock, who has been on this show has a, uh, a spring special for 2023. He says solve almost any problem by learning psionics. Because, you know, he's a psionics master. He says he's now offering all training videos at a 50% off discount. If you go to Vrilok.com, V R I L O C K, com 50% off on his training video. So that's cool. Thank you for offering that to my listeners, Tom Vrilock. You know, when you hear stories like the one I told you, um, you have to understand that I believe that these we don't know exactly how these wishing machines work, but when they do work, they seem to create synchronicities that present what you want or the opportunities that you need. So if you if you wish for a bunch of money, it doesn't mean that the next day, uh, Ed McMahon's going to rise from the grave and be outside your door telling you you've won the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes. It means that somehow things will begin to rearrange themselves in the universe, so that an opportunity will present itself for you that will give you that ability. Okay, doesn't make a leprechaun appear and drop a pot of gold in front of you. That's realistically how that sort of thing works, and you never know how long it's going to take because more complicated things take longer. Here's a, a passage I wanted to read to you from my book, "Use the Force: A Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction," that kind of relates to all this. Once you project a clear thought into the universe the manifestation begins instantly. Particles of reality begin to reshape and rearrange themselves like grains of sand, slowly being shaken to fall into a new mold. You only get to see the very last stage of a successful manifestation when it finally materializes. Therefore, the time it takes between the initial thought and the final outcome, be it minutes, days, weeks, months, or even years, can feel frustrating, since the action is taking place behind the scenes. What's more is that during this period, you still must hold the shape of the mold in your mind, even when you cannot directly see the work taking place. If you lose faith in it, then it will fall apart, and your desire will not come to pass. This feels like a big challenge, but it's not if you look at it from a more familiar perspective. When a farmer plants a seed, he buries it out of sight. The farmer has no way of being certain that the seed is undamaged and will indeed grow. Nonetheless, he assumes it likely will, and he treats it well. There are many variables out of the farmer's control, such as weather or wild animals that may disturb the soil. And yet the farmer stays focused on the things that are under his control. He fertilizes the soil waters the ground and tends to the land the best way he can the farmer does not constantly dig up the seed to check and see if it is growing in fact if he did so he would most likely hinder or destroy the seeds progress with practice and experience the farmer learns when to expect to see certain stages of development of course it takes less time for an apple seed sprout to break the soil than it does for that same sprout to grow into a large tree bearing apples of its own. So keep that in mind. Uh, depending on what you want to manifest, you know, the time varies. And, and also it depends on your mindset as, as the operator. It's easier for a millionaire to manifest another million dollars than somebody who has 20 bucks to manifest a million dollars. Right. You have to be realistic about it. But still, let's just, you know, Let's cut the, you, you and I both know that we want things as quickly as possible. And that's why that this particular machine is so exciting. The Apex machine. You see, I believe that the, the, the future of all this new mind tech is not just in microchips. It's also macrochips. In other words, Um, You know, numerous scientists have won Nobel Prizes for proving that the weirdness we once thought could only happen on the tiny quantum scale actually can and does indeed happen as well on this large macroscopic scale, the world with which you and I interact on a daily basis. Now, I personally, I knew this and a lot of other people did long before scientists proved it and i always figured that it played a role in many of the experiences described as paranormal or mysterious or mystical and what's funny is that scientists are taking microchips which are basically a form of crystalline material they're taking crystals and and they're they're doing these spectacular things with them but what is a chunk of crystal a chunk of crystal is a ton of microchips designed in the raw and and shaped exactly as mother nature made it and you can put that in your hands right now and these machines have crystals inside of them with some very strange circuits and look Dr. Mulder and I are not going to give you the the secret herbs and spices and tell you, like, all the little tricks of the trade that we've learned um to create through a lot of sweat and tears. Um <laughs> It's just like, you know, uh, what was it? Edison who said that invention is uh, 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. There's been a lot of work put into making these things. But I will tell you that the circuits have very special crystals inside of them. And as we move forward and you mark my words, we are going to find that all of these mystical traditions that go back thousands of years that are based upon gems and minerals and crystals that have been kind of dismissed as silliness are actually the most cosmically meaningful objects that give us a gateway to the larger Uh, influence that we have as conscious beings. So in other words, yes, you can miniaturize it and create technologies to perform certain specific tasks for you and tools like computers and, you know, GPS units and all that kind of stuff that help you, uh, perform on a practical level. But. When it comes to the big picture, you, you also can do this macroscopically using the, the crystalline technology on a larger scale. And I believe that when you start looking into the future of mind machines, psionics, radionics, psychotronics, you're going to see that not only does it directly resonate with what the ancients were doing and, and even, you know, echoes all of that. But uh suddenly scientists are going to start saying, whoa, uh, we've been focusing too much on the little picture here. And now let's pull back. Let's zoom out a little bit and look at what's actually happening on a larger scale with some of these devices, these crystals and things when we tune them directly and uh, and see how they interact with the human bioenergy field and the human consciousness and almost operate like a. A focusing device. It reminds me of how I was talking about recently the invention of eyeglasses. Before a piece of glass was created and shaped into a perfect lens to become an eyeglass, people had discovered that they could accomplish the same kind of thing if they found certain gemstones that just so happened to be shaped correctly. And I think there was at least one of the Roman emperors that might have been Nero who, who used a gemstone um, to correct his vision, you know? And so um, we, we can learn so much from these things that mother nature has created. If we focus even more on how to condense them down and tune them properly. And that's that's what I think is going to happen as time goes on. But for now, uh like I say, uh, just watch the videos, learn as much as you can. Even if you don't want to buy one of these things, that's totally fine. I understand it. But just go learn about them. Uh go to wishingmachineproject.com to find a bunch of just free information about this technology in general, and I believe it is a technology, not just the world's greatest placebo. If it is the world's greatest placebo, fine. If it works, Fine. Who cares? But I think it's a technology. And if you go to the wishing, excuse me, if you go to wishing dot com, you can learn a lot about it or the apex machine dot com to specifically learn about the one I've been telling you about. Now, when it comes to things that we can learn regarding the past, there is a lot of talk, of course, about remains of ancient beings, giants. Nephilim, ancient aliens that have been plucked out of the ground here or there. And there are a lot of articles, especially in the 1800s about this. And then suddenly they just disappear and everybody goes, what happened to those? And in fact, I did an episode of this show, episode 108 called Weird Ancient Giants, where I talk about some of these stories. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to episode 108 of this podcast called Weird Ancient Giants. One of the guys who's been out there for decades talking about this phenomenon is a man named Steve Quell. And Steve Quell was interviewed by George Nori on Coast to Coast AM on March 29th of this year, 2023. And I listened to that interview the other day and he said something that was really interesting about why it may be that when people find these, these bones and these strange artifacts that They disappear. The Smithsonian or some other strange government entities, they come in and they spirit them off to that big warehouse at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. When we come back from this break, I'm going to tell you what he said happens and then what I found when I looked into it. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back.
2: Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost, thanks to the healthcare law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can help detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in your way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you. And now back to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network and Strange Things.
3: Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren. And Steve Quell was telling George Norrie that whenever he goes and does digs in other countries like Mexico... Even if he finds something amazing that might prove the existence of some kind of ancient giants or Nephilim or some of these weird remains that have you know these skulls with six fingers or, or, or two two rows of teeth or these skeletons that have six fingers and six toes or skulls with horns like you we've heard these stories. He said you can't bring it into the US without risking. Those things being seized by the FBI and that the same thing goes for anything that you might find within the U.S. And he said that is because of something called the Native American Grave and Antiquities Act, which he said presumes that if you find something that predates the Europeans coming over here, they just say. Nope, that belongs to Native Americans, and the government takes it, and sometimes it goes to the Native Americans, and sometimes it goes, again, to the warehouse at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, I wondered how true that was. So I went and looked it up, and I couldn't find anything called the Native American Grave and Antiquities Act, but I did find this, and I suppose that he may have misspoke, or uh anyway, here's all that I could find. It's called the Native American Graves Protection and Repatriation Act, or NAGPRA. And but it says pretty much what he was saying that um, it establishes procedures for the inadvertent discovery or planned excavation of Native American cultural items on federal or tribal lands. And then uh, goes on to say that, um, you know, it also uh, may apply to certain issues with uh, private lands and that it says it makes it a criminal offense to traffic in Native American human remains without right of possession um, or in Native American cultural items obtained in violation of the act penalties for a first offense may reach 12 months imprisonment and a $100,000 fine. So who gets to define if you find some kind of old remains, who gets to define whether or not these are uh, Native American or something from a whole different group of beings, right? Um, So like he said, anytime you find something that may be proof of some other, you know, ancient, weird creature that's humanoid, automatically the government says, oh, we can take that. And he said that a good example of this was the Kennewick man. Have you heard of this? Kennewick man, that's spelled K-E-N-N-E-W-I-C-K. Kennewick man and ancient one are names generally given to the skeletal remains of a prehistoric Paleo-American man found on a bank of the Columbia River in Kennewick, Washington, on July 28th of 1996. It is one of the most complete ancient skeletons ever found. Radiocarbon tests on bone have shown it to date from 8,900 to 9,000 calibrated years before present. That's amazing. 9,000 years ago, you know, we, we talk about, you know, Jesus living, you know, 2,000 years ago. You hear that. All, we're talking eight, 9,000. Uh, but it was not until 2013 that ancient DNA analysis techniques had improved enough to shed light on the remains. And it, it goes on to say the discovery led to controversy among scientists as well as Native American tribes uh, for more than a decade says some of the tribes demanded the remains be returned for reburial under the native American graves protection and repatriation act. And so ultimately it says that that's, that's what happened. Okay. That, uh, it's, there was a nine year court case and that, uh, ultimately in September of 2016, the U S house and Senate passed legislation to return, the ancient bones, uh, let's see, the remains were buried on February 18th, 2017, with 200 members of five Colombian Basin tribes in attendance at an undisclosed location in the area. Okay, I see what he means. So, look, uh, I, I who knows, in that particular case, I, I've never even heard of this before, and so, you know, I'm not taking sides here. But I understand what he is saying That if you find some ancient remains, regardless of how weird they may look, then if you make that known, then it is very easy for a governmental agency to say, that's ours. And then it either disappears or, you know, it ends up getting reburied supposedly. But I mean, like if the government confiscated some remains like that, they could turn around and give some different remains to the tribes and say that those were the remains and keep the original remains, right? You see how that could happen. But the big question is, well, why would they do that? Why would the government have an interest in that? Because, you know, if somebody like Steve Quell he says that, you know, if there's like this Whole secret section of the Smithsonian sub basement that's got, it's full of stuff like this that would rewrite the history books, all these ancient creatures, Judicola, these red haired giants, giants from Afghanistan, you know, all this kind of stuff. Why would they do that? Well, Steve, Steve Quell, his answer was that it is because there is a spiritual war that's going on in this world. And that spiritual war is the actual power behind the powers. It is the power behind the government. And the governments of the world, especially the U.S. government, he says they don't want you to know about this spiritual war. Because if you did, it would undermine their authority. That they are supposed to be the representatives. And, and, you know, it's kind of like If you're in show business, if you get a job working for some big producer and you have a problem, you could lose your job if you go straight to the big producer without first going through the producer's assistants and staff and like all the, you know, there's there are these rungs that you have to go through if you're ever going to make it to to the big producer. And I think that's how most jobs are probably in one way or another, um and in, in, you know in the in the whole world really so i can kind of understand how that uh you know like the the government they want you to think like well, you come to us if you have an issue okay because they want to preserve their exclusive access to the higher powers that are behind the scenes calling the shots now i'm not saying that i believe that but i'm saying it's certainly possible and i do believe there is a spiritual war going on I'm not certain to what extent the, the spiritual warriors are, you know, sort of like working with human leaders. That's where, you know, things get kind of fuzzy, and, and, and I start doubting the reality of that. But I do understand why that uh, there could be that hierarchy in place where the government would want to just be like, look, this is something interesting. We'll take it. And we'll deal with it. It's almost like how they react when or I guess it's exactly like how they react when there's a UFO crash, whatever it is. They want to get in there, coordinate everything off and take it and figure out what it is before anybody else gets a look at it. We call this a, a, a republic. We call it a democracy. Call it whatever you want to here in this country. But at the end of the day. That's still how things work. There is a hierarchy. There's a caste system. And, you know, there are people who can come in with a bunch of guns and say, nope, get back. We're we're taking this. And that's what they do all the time. So I just thought that was interesting. If you've if you've wondered, like, what happens to all these weird remains that you hear about in these stories? Well, that might be a good explanation for how the government justifies taking it. Uh, taking it away from you. And Steve Quell tends to think that maybe some, some of these countries, like Mexico, may be about to break with that tradition and just come out on their own and, and talk about what they've got. We'll see. All right, my friends, there are many more goodies to discuss, but the clock has got us. So you know what time it is. Uh, it's time for you to kick back and relax. If you can close your eyes, take some deep breaths. If you have a glass of water, and you're listening through a speaker, you might want to set the glass of water in front of the speaker so that it absorbs the tone I'm about to play. And then after that, drink the glass of water and see if you feel any better, okay? Here it is. It's exclusive to this program, the one and only, the real Good Fortune Tone. that's it for this edition of the show follow me on twitter at joshua p warren plus visit joshua to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the curiosity shop all at joshua i have a fun one lined up for you next time i promise so please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show
1: Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com.
5: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are,
2: Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum41, 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, and two Door Cinema Club. Whether you are a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks. Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.